today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. And Jason. So, um, I want to get into prosecuting Donald Trump. Yes. Uh, because I've just kind of been sitting in, on the sidelines here with a lot of questions. And I tried asking a couple yesterday. We actually had somebody from the January 6th committee on, uh, on live. And I didn't get a satisfying answer on this. So I want to talk about it. First of all, it seems to me that the slam dunk is getting him on the documents, right? Yeah, so that's not from the January 6th committee. They, they right, didn't no, 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 it. I know. Totally but I'm just talking about prosecuting Taking the Trump. classified audio, uh, documents, putting them in Mar-a-Lago, yes. It's a slam dunk. Slam dunk. And that's a case, to me, what's really interesting about that is the more the defense tries to defend it, the more that helps the prosecution because the defense is so absurd. Yeah. And I think that's one which is as close to apolitical as you can get. That when you get into January 6th, then you're going to have election deniers, you're going to have Trump supporters, MAGA supporters, possibly on the jury, and they're going to think of it in a political context. This is not really a political issue about taking documents out of the White House and keeping them as your own. That's just wrong. And highly classified, top, top, top secret, nuclear secrets in open boxes in storage areas within Mar-a-Lago. So it's not as sexy. Right. To prosecute him on that. Look, I I just want to say up front, and I know this is going to piss off some people, but I have no doubt that Donald Trump, at the very least, was happy there was an insurrection and certainly uh, did nothing to stop it until push really did come to shove. You know, for two hours and 45 minutes, he just watched it with glee. And it's could have called it off at any time. It didn't. He he's he's responsible for that insurrection. I think the question is, is he criminally responsible? And I think there are some issues here. And I was thinking about this yesterday. The problem with it is what he said was not go and storm the Capitol. And. You know, when you listen to politicians with hyperbole and all this other stuff, you know, if he gets prosecuted for that, the defense is going to bring up, you know, 20 campaign speeches where, you know, where candidates or presidents whip up the crowd. And I'm just wondering, do you think that on its face— that it's enough to prove insur- that he was aiding and abetting an insurrection. So, so we need to get get into the crime itself. So, so when you talk about inciting a, a, an insurrection, which is what he's been, what the January sixth committee has recommended to the Department of Justice, he be charged with. It's not necessary that he coordinated with the people conducting the rebellion. It's not necessary that he gave them aid, firearms, things like that. It is enough that he aided the insurrection by giving comfort, or uh, by aiding or giving comfort to those participating in it. It's going to be tough because what he did, I think to your point is a good one, that politicians do this kind of uh, kind of thing all the time. And really his worst actions were, and I, he obviously was happy they did it. He could have stopped at any time. But in his worst actions were listening to the rioters screaming, hang Mike Pence, and knowing Mike Pence was pinned down in that building along with hundreds of other uh, 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 congresspeople 
and not making the call. It was a crime of omission versus commission. Now, there are other things that he did. He instructed his, we know this from Cassidy Hutchinson's uh, uh Well, before, before okay. we get into that, okay. the, the committee is hanging its hat on what he said right before people marched down Pennsylvania Avenue to the Capitol. Right. And what he said was, I want you to go down to the Capitol and, you know, and he was, he never said storm it. But he basically said, "Make you make yourself heard." He was whipping up that crowd. Well, he also told knowing me, that it wasn't there were people with with guns. Well, he not just knowing there were people with guns, instructing his security to stop the magnetometers, the metal detectors, from to get rid of those, so the people could walk through with guns. He was told there were guns. He said, "Get rid of the magnetometers." And that's the closest thing I think to aiding and abetting an insurrection. If he knew there were guns and over, yes. and, and and made affirmative statements to make sure that they didn't get confiscated. Now, what his, what his, what his uh, supporters have said was that what Donald Trump wanted was more people at the rally behind him, and it was a sparse crowd, and it looked bad. And so they were saying, well, a lot of these people have guns. We can't let them through. And he said, I want a crowd. I don't care if they have guns. And by the way, so that's going to be their defense. So that's going to be their defense. I wasn't trying to incite an insurrection. I just wanted a bigger crowd. Okay, so here's here's been my issue with this whole thing that I've been thinking about. You know, the committee is talking about this speech that he gave in front of the White House and basically telling all of his supporters to go down to the Capitol. Right. My problem with it is this. Donald and 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 the Donald Trump's key witness for the defense here is Cassidy Hutchinson, I think. Right. Because Donald Trump will raise the narcissist defense. Donald Trump, name me a bigger narcissist than Donald Trump. They're impossible. Impossible. Kanye, Kanye West. No! Come he, on. He, Kanye he, West is minor. He's a minor narcissist? Yeah. All right. Donald Trump is the biggest narcissist. Elon Musk. Donald okay. Trump. All right, let's try. So Donald Trump, if he really believed that there was going to be an insurrection and people had guns, Donald Trump, according to Cassidy Hutchinson, wanted to go to the Capitol so badly that he grabbed the neck of a Secret Service agent who said, no, we're going back to the White House. Would Donald Trump put himself in the line of fire if he really believed there was going to be an insurrectionist with guns? An insurrection with guns. My temptation is to say, no, he wouldn't do that. But I also think there might be something about him wanting to grab an orbit a scepter and march up in, in front of 100,000 raging crazies and take it by storm. Remember, he felt in his heart of hearts. Is he closer to a hero or a coward? Oh, he's a coward. He's well, a full-fledged so coward. So he's going to go in the middle of thousands of people with guns and get in the middle of that he, they, they where were, there's crossfire so, potentially with the Capitol Police? It, well, I mean— Oh, uh, no, 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 but the, I'm serious. No, he would, is, he would, you're right. If, if, there was, if there was a belief in crossfire with Capitol Police, he would have stayed a million miles away from Okay. So this is a problem. Yeah, and 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 you know the irony to this. I I saw. A, but how do you? How do I you saw a commentator on yeah. one of the cables the other night. She was talking about this and saying, "Well, Donald Trump was watching it in the comfort of the White House after he told them all to go down there." What she forgot to say is, Cassidy Hutchinson, who turned out to be a star witness in the January sixth committee, said he wanted to go to the Capitol desperately. Right. So I I think that is a problem because all you have to do is raise reasonable doubt. Here's what I was thinking that could nail him, and this is what I wanted to ask you about. Aiding and abetting or giving comfort to. Donald Trump took an oath of office to, to 
uh, defend and protect the Constitution. The Constitution provides a peaceful transfer of power. I would argue there is a legal obligation, a legal obligation to protect all of that. Donald Trump was trying to undermine that, squarely undermine that. And by sitting in his office in the White House and watching this, or in the dining room, watching it on TV, refusing to call the National Guard, refusing to call it off, just watching gleefully, hearing hang Mike Pence and doing nothing, I would argue because of the legal duty that he has, according to his oath of office, which is embedded in the Constitution, that by not calling it off, he has given comfort and aided the insurrectionist to a point where he has committed the crime of insurrection, of aiding and abetting. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. So the, the, the hypothetical that I would give is let's say you had a situation where there, where a sitting president, the, the opposition had mounted a concerted effort to defraud the electorate. The opposition had. And they came in and there was evidence that the opposition had falsely reported numbers, had used memory sticks to fake the vote, gotten old people, dead people, the whole thing to vote seven times. And there was evidence of that. But nevertheless, a corrupt Congress were to say we're nevertheless going to have this opposition leader take power because we we we're corrupt and we are going to buy what they're what they're selling this opposition leader in that with all of that that I described is exactly what Donald Trump believes, or at least what he says he believes in that hypothetical situation with that situation, if that were to happen, it would be the president's duty not to turn over power. It would be the president's duty to get the National Guard, to get the armed services, to prevent against. That's the insurrection. So and if so, Donald Trump, if he truly believes it, which who knows what he Well, believes. no, no, no. There is evidence because uh, when now that the transcripts have been released, yeah. there is evidence that in weaker moments, uh, even talking to McCarthy, that he acknowledged that he lost the election. So if people believe, and I think it's— yeah. He knew he lost this. Well, let me ask you, answer your question that way. If we can prove that Donald Trump knew on January 6th that he had lost the election, but notwithstanding that, wanted to maintain power, then yes, he has committed all those crimes based on what you're saying, based on his— re- in that, I, I, think, that, I yeah. think there's a lot of support for that. That I is mean, the element that you, we need to establish. There, in those transcripts, you have people saying that Donald Trump told them, at times, I know I lost the election. And then he would say, but winning is everything. Right. So Find me the votes. Find me the votes. Yes. I mean, you can tell that he knew he fell short by saying, find me the votes. So I think there is enough there 
to show Donald Trump really did know he lost, He's, but he just needed a shortcut. He is cagey. His comments about find me the votes, he has recast. I understand that. Yeah. But but in those private moments with McCarthy and others, yeah. when in weaker moments he said, I know I lost, that should bite him in the ass. Did he say that? Yes. Say, yeah. Okay. When you look at the when when you look at the at the transcripts, there were and I and I think it was McCarthy, but there were some moments where he acknowledged it privately. Assuming okay, assuming it was before January sixth. It that, was. Th- those are, those are. If, if McCarthy will testify to that and the whole thing and not not couch it in some way, and he's already testified, he's locked in uh, through. Depositions. I think there was somebody else too. But, okay, but I do think that let's assume. Yeah, that, let's assume that, that that's provable. Yeah. Well, then what about sitting back and doing nothing, and 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 thereby violating the oath that he took that's squarely in the Constitution? It, 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 it's 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 all on all fours. It's hard for him to get out from under that. And by the way, he's charged with three other crimes about the false electors and everything. But if if we can if if the prosecution can prove that he knew he lost, all of those crimes have been committed. Putting up false electors because that was all under the no, guise. But, but of, even I really if he said, lose. even if he said, see, that's my problem with that speech. That even if he said privately, I know I lost, that speech doesn't say, go storm the Capitol. I know I know there is an insinuation of it, but that could create – look, Donald Trump's lawyer is going to get up and say, he never said use those guns. He never said break into the building. He never said, you know, go into the Senate chamber. Right. He never said any of that stuff. So, you know, that's what – but that's when you get team. back to the crime of omission, right? By not stopping it. And that's my point. Yeah. It's to me, it's so much stronger to look at what happened during the insurrection when he did nothing, knowing what was going on, knowing he had an oath, and also knowing that privately he had told people from time to time that he lost the election. If those elements can line up and they're provable uh, beyond a reasonable doubt, every element has to be proven beyond a reasonable doubt. Then, then, then. It, then there's a good case against him. I, I will say I've listened to a lot of podcasts, a lot of legal scholars on this. There's a lot of doubt out there that, especially against a sitting president, or at the time a sitting president, a former president now, that these elements can all be proven. And there's a but lot. There, of, but they're all. But everybody seems to be basing it on the speech. There, I'm not hearing even the committee. I'm not. I, they're pissed off that he just sat there and watched TV. Yes. They're pissed off at that. I get it. But isn't that a bigger thing than the speech itself? Because the speech itself doesn't say the elements of what actually happened well, in I mean, the Capitol. The, the January 6th committee did, in, in, in recommending that prosecutors bring a claim for inciting an erection, they did say— Election. Or, uh, uh, insurrection. insurrection. Sorry. Inciting <laughs> oh, my election. God. Excuse yeah. me, Mr. Walker. Yeah. Uh, inciting <laughs> insurrection <laughs> that Trump showed no concern— as the insurrectionists chanted, hang my pe- Mike Pence, and for hours the president resisted the pleas of advisors who told him to tell the rioters, rioters to disperse. So they are, to a lesser degree, certainly, but they have noticed that his, yeah. his, om- his omission but in don't doing hang your hat on the speech. On that the speech. speech is, I agree, the speech is weak. Don't hang your hat on Although, the speech. When, when you're when you're when you're putting it all together, right? The prosecutor will put together everything, even the stuff that doesn't go directly to it. And when you have him giving the speech, saying what he said, telling the guys to remove the metal That's true. detectors, you can look at it cumulatively. You look at it cumulatively, and then you get to the real punch, which is there. Th- these insurrectionists are with zip ties all over television, zip ties, and he's and doing maze, And Capitol riot police, Capitol police are being overrun by the rioters and injured, and injured, and they're screaming, "Hang Mike Pence!" 
and he sits back. And where's watching, Nancy Pelosi? And where, right. Yes. And it, by the way, had they gotten to her, they would have killed her. They would have killed her. They would have, and they might have killed. Mike I think Pence they would have killed Pence. Yeah. They, and, and who know, who knows who else would have been killed? It, it, it just was. Boy, this was close. It, it, imagine how different is Merrick Garland. Yeah. Pissed off that he's now getting pressure from Congress. I think so. I do, too. I think so. I think he is such a by-the-book guy that he doesn't want a perception of pressure. Right. And, and he, it, it, so now he's under tremendous pressure as the attorney general, under tremendous pressure to bring charges because the January 6th committee recommended it. And But also, I don't know how Biden feels. I don't know if Biden wants his last two years in office, at least his first term, to be defined. Overshadowed by. And it would be. It would be defined, yeah. overshadowed, whatever words, by this prosecution. Yeah. Now, there's other people. John Eastman, this is the president's quote-unquote lawyer who came in. He needs to go to jail for a long time. Rudy Giuliani needs to go to jail. These guys, these guys were committing wholesale defraud, defraud of the United States, lying, putting up fake electors, not just where Trump was sort of the general who was listening to the lieutenant saying, do what you need to do. These guys were actually out on the streets yeah. getting the signatures. Jeez. Yeah. You really think about it. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> uh, actually, this is uh, we, we have uh, next week. We have uh, spe- we have uh, countdowns of the top five stories of the year. Top five uh, uh, marriages, divorces, five deaths. We do a bit of an in memoriam uh, for, for uh, yeah. it's going to be great. And then we got all sorts of new surprises for the new year. It's going to be great. OK, we'll see everybody. Bye. Happy holidays.